David Glenn Show. Coming at you live from Charlotte. Next up, Mike Bray of Notre Dame. Believe it or not, in his 20 years now with the Fighting Irish, five football coaches have come and gone <laughs> in that time. He, his team, not that it matters to him, I don't think, is my preseason dark horse as I fill out my all-ACC ballot. Uh, he is a guy who took the Irish to the ACC championship back in 2015, the Elite Eight that same year and the year after. Mike Bray, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Good to be with you guys again. It's always good uh, when I'm down here on Tobacco Road. And I'll take that dark horse for vote. I'll take that vote. Well, let's talk about the why of that because you're – expertise dwarfs mine with all due respect but I picture you coach you're just a good guy I'd love to watch the NBA draft with you is there like a giddy little kid inside of you as you see oh there goes Zion from Duke there goes RJ there goes the Carolina guys I mean how does that work for you no question <laughs> I, I have even volunteered to drive them personally to their <laughs> NBA cities yeah. I will get their butts there but uh I, as I told you pre-show, when I looked at the first and second team all being gone for the first time in the history of the league, that's kept me uh, hopeful that our group, which has some continuity, because yeah. we got some guys returning, can make a move back into the mix. For those who don't follow it as closely, quick reminder, T.J. Gibbs is back, senior guard. John Mooney, all-ACC guy proven already, back for a senior forward or big fella year. Rex Fluger dealt with that injury. He's been cleared to get back to action here. Another senior plus uh, a whole lot of freshmen got kind of their uh, christening in the ACC a year ago. In 2014, y'all had an uncharacteristically bad year. And then in 2015, ACC champs, Elite Eight, and all sorts of other great things. Tell us about the psychology of that. Am I making too much of going from losing season to 32-6? and six? Or does it give you a more captive audience and them something to fight for all summer long? Well, there's no question that I think our group will have a little chip on their shoulder after getting our, taking our punches, you know, almost nightly in the league, throwing our young guys to the Wolves. Uh, but there is. There's a little edge. There's a little edge to get back to the, the NSA tournament. I, I think our, our seniors and our leadership uh, are selling that. I don't have to say a lot. They know what they want to do. They've kind of been pushed up against the wall a little bit. So uh, I think it's made for a great atmosphere as far as motivation in the offseason, something to work for, bounce back mode. It's a, it's a mode at Notre Dame that you, got, you, go, you, you rotate into every now and then where you get put on the mat and how do you bounce back. Fortunately, we bounced back well enough. They left me stay for 20 years. You know, and, and I only need about five more, and then I'll get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of that ticking clock, how, and I hope you're here a long, long time, the world has changed, and you know one of the hot-button issues here is what do you or any other coach think of the California law? Right. Um, we discuss, Coach, and we write a lot about this. I think you know me well enough to know by now. I write about the value of a scholarship, room, board, tuition, I'm not naive to what they are getting, which is now more than ever. There is the other argument about letting them experience the free market. Do you feel like that is the more fair way, third-party money, or are they already getting something adequate in terms of a fair trade in your eyes? Well, I am glad to hear you say the value of a scholarship and what we've done for them with cost of attendance and Pell Grant. And now the food and meals are almost unlimited. 
Our nutrition station and our practice facility is so well stocked, I never go out to lunch anymore. Hmm. I go down, and, and so they, they are taken care of. Now, I, I think this name, image, likeness, it's something to think about, and I, I, I think there's a little bit of a panic button going right now. It's going to be shaped, but what our players don't understand and probably fans don't understand, and definitely the governor of California, there's not that much of a market. Johnny Mooney's a heck of a player. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I don't think Gurley Leap car dealership in in uh, South Bend is going to want to do a big <laughs> deal with him. I, and no disrespect. And, and uh, you know, I, so I, 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 I just almost think there's an unrealistic market. There's got to be a way we can shape this. We got a couple years to do it. And hopefully the NSA will be able to reel this back. But thank you for shining a light on what these young men do get. They have a really, really good life. And all I know is a Notre Dame education, I have a feeling, you know, I've seen our guys come and go, and it's been a heck of a ticket for them. You can't put a price tag on that. John Mooney is an example, and I, you can tell me, I remember him just announcing, I'm coming back for my senior year. <laughs> Whereas others either, you know, Jordan Wara at Louisville did go through a process and then decide to stay. It felt like nine out of ten guys, you mentioned on the All-ACC team, all ten of the top ten are gone. But what was his process? And, you know, I'm sure he could have played somewhere, if not in the NBA, yeah. if that was in his heart. What, what went into that? Because that's like the road less traveled nowadays. It was so refreshing, and it shows you the kind of guy Mooney is, Johnny is, and that he's a throwback. He came into my office after the season. I said, Johnny, right now, you're projected as undrafted, maybe second round. You could put your name in. You can go through it. He goes, nah, coach, I'm good. Shook my, <laughs> shook my hand and went to the weight room. That was it? That was it. <laughs> it was the most refreshing conversation with a great player I've had in the offseason. Just like, nah, I'm good. Uh, let's go back to the tournament. I'm going to the weight room. He's like, oh, my God. I was like, I fell out of my chair. And so... To his credit, you know, he knew he wanted to come back. He wants a, he wants his Mendoza business degree, the number one okay. undergraduate business school. He's he's he'll graduate in the spring. He knows he needs another year of being a main guy and wants to be a leader. And I know he wanted to finish with Rex Fluger and TJ Gibbs. So he's refreshing and he's a throwback and I love coaching him. You follow all these human stories, one guy by one guy, and they're all different. And the Mooney story, everybody celebrates for obvious reasons. Fluger and Gibbs are dealing with different human stories, like Rex is just the injury, and that's no fun for anybody, but he gets this bonus extra senior year. TJ, I know you liked that he did a lot of things right, floor leader, et cetera, but he just didn't shoot as well as he thought. Some other, it, it, was the, it was the antithesis, good and, and Notre Dame word, good SAT word, <laughs> of, of like what we thought his evolution might be. So how, does, how do those guys react? What is your role as their coach? to help them through some negativity as Mooney's just sort of riding the wave? Well, I think they need each other, and they're not good on their own. They need each other, and I think TJ really did miss Rex. The other thing, you know, I feel for TJ a little bit. Rex goes down, injury here, and then all of a sudden I give him three freshmen to be in charge of and mentor against 22-year-old seniors yeah. in the league and lottery picks. And I thought he took a lot of punches that most guys wouldn't. 
And if anybody deserves to have a good senior year, it's him. And I think that our young guys are older and better, and Rex is back, and Mooney's back. There'll be a more calmness about his game. There was a, there was a erratic, th- but it was, Coach, I'm doing everything I can here, and I got all the, and I'm playing the whole game. And he, you know, to his credit, he's amazingly durable. So I've liked he's been calmer because our young guys, they're not, there's not to be anxious as much anymore. Yeah. They've grown. And here comes Rex and Johnny, and, 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 and we're, we're in a little bit better frame of mind. We're out of time. We always yep. appreciate you returning our phone calls, and it is extra good to see you in person. Coach Mike Bray, thank you for the time. Thanks, the guys. We'll get on during the season. Take I w- care. I wish it meant more that I am picking you guys to be the dark horse. Well, it, I wish I had more power, even after 33 years, Coach. I'm, I'm trying to hide. You that's know how it is. When you come off a <laughs> You want to lay in the weeds. Like, I'm like, pick us 12. Pick us 12. We're just hiding. We're Gibbs, laying in the weeds. Gives Mooney and Fluger, uh, the seniors, <laughs> ride DG's preseason prediction all the way to greatness. We'll see. And we'll call you later. Thanks for dropping by live on the David Glenn Show. We